Team color bomb bomb. Do you wish arms on me again? Do the different style, different fashion. You know? Tell me say one thing, don't see if you understand. Who one thing, don't see if you understand? What make them a talk about me ambition? Say what make them a talk about me ambition? Come and say some of them a ask me where me get it from. Just some of them a ask me where me get it from. I told them no, no, it's from creation. I told them no, no, it's from creation. Bam, bam, hey yo, what? Hello, this is Dave Hopper from Watch, Read, Listen, Feed. I am here with Deanna Fox. Hello. From foxonfood.com. And we are here to give you a bonus track, which is a bonus episode in between our monthly episodes where Deanna will talk about stuff she's listening to right now. I am. So it's, um, you know, it was a hot, wet summer. It's turning into a hot, hot wet, wet fall. American summer. Exactly. <laughs> and I needed something a little bit tropical to kind of get me through. So I've been listening to a lot of this uh, reggae artist who's like the first like reggaeton female vocalist uh, since Sister Nancy. And I adore her. And she just like brings it. There's all these like female hip hop artists out right now who are like, you know, female empowerment and like women can do it as good as men. But like Sister Nancy was the first one in this genre that I can think of who was like, you know, I'm a woman, I'm not a man, and I'm totally bringing it to you. And <laughs> it's fantastic. And it's just, it's not offensive in any way. Um, so you can kind of have it on if you're having a party or something. It's awesome to add to a playlist. And it's just like so jammy. Like when I'm standing at the sink and I'm washing dishes or I'm cooking, <laughs> you know, I got a little hip sway going on. It's good stuff. But uh, it's just so fun and easy to listen to. And we're kind of in this like epoch right now of really amazing uh, female hip hop artists. Like I mentioned, we're in the 20th anniversary of Lauren Hill's um, amazing, like groundbreaking record, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. And so I've been listening to a lot of that stuff too. A lot of um, the new Beyonce stuff, a lot of Cardi B because she's just, she is her <laughs> own thing. She is her own thing. And it's just been so great to listen to these, but it's also great to kind of take it back and listen to where a lot of it started and I don't know if even those artists know who Sister Nancy is but um, it's been really fun to listen to. So when is it from? I'm not even exactly sure when it's from. It's not from that long ago. She's like late 90s into the 2000s I believe Um, but still it's like this decade. um, That's longer ago than I realize every time. Like, uh, yeah it was almost 20 years ago so like you know the late 90s into the 2000s I was really starting to like form my own identity. One of the first records I ever had as a white country kid in the middle of nowhere was the Fugees, the score by the Fugees, right? So I was kind of, you know, into that, listening to some TLC and that kind of thing. I was eighth grade, seventh grade, middle school, junior high, that kind of age, and um, really forming my identity in a lot of ways. There's a lot of formative years happening there, and the music that you listen to when you're growing up sets the tone for so much. And while all of my other peers were listening to, like, Britney Spears, which I could not stand, <laughs> um, you know, I took a lot of pride in the fact that I was listening to, like, Lauren Hill. And I never, there was no way, because this was, like, you know, Napster was just becoming a thing, but I oh, didn't really yes. listen. I didn't really use Napster. I didn't really use LimeWire or anything like that. Because, <laughs> uh, <were> yeah, <laughs> right. Um, basically, just because we didn't get internet in my house until I was, like, ninth, tenth grade. Um, I think I had like the BMI like 
you know, you get 16, the you Columbia buy a house. Yes. Oh, like you I buy the one CD and then you get like 16 for free or whatever it was. <laughs> and I love that thing. Cause I got so much music. And I felt like cool when I got this, you know, padded envelope showing yes. up at my house. Oh, that was for me. Yeah. That was awesome. Um, but I never would have found Sister Nancy. If not for right now, honestly, I found it on Spotify. If not for Spotify, I never would have found her. So we could not imagine Spotify when, even when Napster no. came around. No, I couldn't imagine Netflix. Netflix came out when I was like, I think a freshman in college, and I went in. It was like nine dollars a month. I went in with my best friend. We each paid in like four fifty, and it was like you go and you like set up and you get one DVD <laughs> at a time, and it comes in Netflix, and it was a big deal. You know, yeah. now you can just go on and whatever. And it was just, it's just crazy to think. I don't feel like I'm old in any regard. Um, it's just crazy to think about how much the way that I consume media has changed in that period of time. Uh, any kind of music, whatever I'm in the mood for, I can find it on Spotify. And no, we are not sponsored by Spotify. Yeah. But but if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just so great. I just love how I can just pick an artist. Um, I've been on like a big, I'm a huge pavement, Stephen Malkmus fan. Um, who I found out recently, like used to hang out in Albany all the time. Really? Yeah, I guess there was some. He had dated a girl that was from up here, and huh. there was some guitar shop up here that he used to, you know, patronize. And probably not Guitar Center on Colony. Mm, probably not. <laughs> it's probably supposed to be cool in Lark Street that no longer exists. But True. you know, and so I'll just type in like, you know, Steve Meltzer and the Jicks, and I'll see what comes up, and opens up this whole world of music and stuff that I totally forgot about, like. Guided by Voices, right? Haven't listened to that band in a thousand years. And then there it is. And it's like, ah, I love this stuff or Fugazi or whatever. You know, we're just totally, completely left of Sister Nancy. But um, <laughs> but that's the great thing about streaming services is that you can just, you know, when I'm in my car and I pop a CD in and I'm like, I'm like focused in on that music. I listened to Paul Simon's last CD on my last beach adventure. Because it felt that way. But at the same time, if you can like create a playlist or whatever and just throw some of your favorite things, they're totally, you know, just esoteric and weird and make you feel cool. Go for it. And you can do that with Sister Nancy. That's right. Uh, yeah, we got so <laughs> off the topic, Sister Nancy. So Sister Nancy is great because she's, you know, I think the thing that I love most about her, besides like the actual musicality of reggaeton, reggae music, um, island music, she just takes that genre, which has been made so popular by men. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I want to play your own game, right? And I'm going to stick it back to you, all the things that, you know, all the oppression essentially that women have always faced in music in the world somehow. And she just delivers it in this beautiful, rhythmic, interesting, easy to listen to way that, you know, you don't really get until three or four listens into it that... Oh, she's making a point here. It's not just a great <laughs> song, which is awesome. So do you think people who, because a lot of people, if they hear reggae, if they're not into reggae, they hear it and they just immediately like, eh, it's not for me. Right. And I think, you know, that's the same thing with country music or rap or anything, classical music, jazz. Um, but sometimes once in a while you just hear something that hooks you and maybe you don't become a fan of reggae or any of those other genres, but you do like that one song. And yeah. You know, you can just hold on to that one song and be like, you know, I like that because there's a lot of stuff that I don't like. There's a lot of modern country music that I don't like. I love, you know, give me Johnny Cash and George Jones and Patsy Cline and that stuff all day long. I will listen to it. But, you know, I love the new modern stuff that's very like, you know, overly twangy 
um, overly commercial, just like a lot of pop music. It's mm -hmm. just, you know, it just feels like something that you're trying to make a buck off of. It doesn't feel like music in the true sense of what music should be. You know, but then once in a while there's a song that's like big on the radio. And if I'm flipping through the stations and I hear it, it's like, oh, but I do like that song. Yeah. So I feel like there's an entry point into everything. Yeah. And it might not go far, but there's yeah. a little something there for everyone. Like, I'm sure that everybody likes one Bob Marley song, you know? <laughs> like, I'm sure there's one that you could recognize. But I'm sure. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for bringing us this little uh, bonus track. And thank I you. I hope everyone enjoyed it. Thanks. Thanks.